y'all. Welcome back to the We Need to Talk Club podcast. We are back with our another Girlfriends Talking Girlfriend series. We are on season three, episode six and seven. Let's introduce ourselves, ladies. My name is Tamaya. Hello, hello, hello. Let's go down to the south. Please introduce yourself, madam. You're on mute, my friend. Hey, I'm Shakima, guys. She's <laughs> dealing with a bit of a horse here. Oh, no. Oh, bless you, friend. Oh! Go ahead on mute if you got to scream it out. Next, we have our lovely lady from South South Jersey. Please introduce yourself. Hey, I don't know. I listen. I went in there hot, and then I felt <laughs> cold. Hey, guys, it's Lisa. Aw- awkwardness. Hey, that was it, awkward to the tip degree. It hurt. It hurt. Okay. It, it hurt. It was a little painful. It was a little painful. It hurt. I don't know. I don't know what my my mind was doing. It was a file not found. I don't. I don't. <laughs> God, I don't that was like a teenage movie. Oh, take me as I am. Bye. Let's, let's move on. We're going to now the West Coast, please. We need to get out of this side of the country for a minute. Please introduce yourself. Hello, hello. This is Esther coming at you live from Seattle. Seattle. No, and last but not least, I, I said I don't appreciate the smoothness. She sounds like she on Radio One Hundred Two CF. Sound like you jealous from that awkward <laughs> stutter thing you just did. <laughs> We're gonna move on to the last but not least. Hopefully, some get chat you. in the building. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Ariana. Hi, Ari. Oh. <laughs> So ladies, 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 we are on episode six. Thank you. That is my child in the background. He's great and likes to make an appearance in almost every episode. So here we go. On Girlfriends episode six, the main topic is Monica. Monica, if uh, our listeners don't remember, is the newest girlfriend of William. She is, um, she kind of, she didn't present herself as controlling when we were introduced to her, but this episode, we know. Monica is a control freak. She's kind of taken over, and William is her puppet, but seems to be happy to be just that. Um, meanwhile, the girlfriends are getting pushed aside one by one. We hinted at this topic before in one of our past episodes about how we would feel, um, you know, if our partners were like super close with a group of gorgeous people of the, you know, of the sex in which they find attractive and (laughs) all the things um or if they actually had sexual relations with that person well it doesn't seem like monica necessarily cares whether he's had relations with any of the girlfriends or not she just slowly one by one picking them off and it was interesting to me um i had a couple questions for you guys Uh one is Monica, from what we saw in the episode and what William was taking from it, does she seem to be controlling or correct? And what I mean by that is I didn't take it from the side. Like when William mentioned how she is trying to bring him to another level that he wants to be at, I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, never considered it in that way. Interesting. So just, you know, um, what's the word? Devil well, advocate or, you know, just- I had a really, really- huge problem with them calling her a gold digger yeah that was weird i feel like i didn't read that at all i read controlling yeah because right um she has her own thing going on one and two from sort of the tidbits that we 
get about her sort of background right it mm-hmm. seems like she herself is either very accomplished or comes from like a solidly upper middle class family right so she's not trying to you know you know gold dig <laughs> what little william has so that just felt really anti-woman for me mm. that, like that's the one sort of um term that they could use to really describe her was gold digging right um and two again I just felt that the distrust and hate that she received was completely unwarranted from the girlfriend sides right the Jones and the Mayas because at the end of the day it's it's William and her relationship you know and it didn't get to that level of being abusive where I felt like as a friend I had to check on my friend's well-being mm-hmm. it just really felt like you know she is somebody who's extremely sort of like direct and singular in her focus mm-hmm. and that it you know my friend William like is okay with that and so it's like she doesn't like me okay like you know, I don't. I just feel like why was why did it become like the an issue for the girlfriends? Like why? Okay, that's a great point to have. Um, any other ladies? I have my opinions too, but I want to give you guys some times to come out and speak your minds. Any other thoughts about Monica? Yeah, it was ahead, definitely it was definitely over the top and and unwarranted. Um, to your original point, you know, William has a goal. He wants to become partner and she's like helping him reach that goal. Right. And a part of that is, yeah, sometimes you're going to have to give up some things to get to the top. You're going to have to make some changes that not everybody is going to be okay with. Um, So for me, for them to, for William to communicate that he's looking for something higher and for them to just like bash her because she's trying to get him there um it it was definitely um unwarranted she did not deserve to be titled in such ways all right any other ladies with any um other views opposing views aligned views um when i think about her i think about like um weirdly enough Trump saying like nasty woman everything's okay please carry on the conversation I will check on my babies (laughs) like nasty woman that whole like perception of um a trailblazer you know a woman that wants what she wants and you know goes after what she wants and that whole connotation because when I thought about it I was like oh she had to be like that but that's ideally what they would call like a nasty woman or she sees what she wants she goes after it and people act offended by it now I will say like of course she didn't mesh well or nor did she attempt to be like oh hey girls like we would probably want or pacify you know to make it seem like oh she's trying to get in this group she's trying to get in our good graces she ain't care about nobody graces she cared about getting William where he needs to be and being the woman on the side, you know, woman pushing him to be the man that he needs to be. Um, and she doesn't see it as a knot to herself. Um, yeah, I 
think it definitely her depiction is very uh what is that term like it very describes like the uh-huh. time that we that the show you know was live right like the early 2000s that was sort of like our depiction of like strong women was you know not friendly towards other women uh dismissive and controlling of their partners usually like their male partners you know mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i feel like in williams instance it's not a typical thing you see where there's one male and he has all of these friends that are females that are women and when you're a woman going into that a, a typical woman would be like mm, a little bit guarded like I know I would be because I'm like mm-hmm. girls they're all beautiful like I feel like it's not something that you see every day I mean her delivery her delivery might not have been the best but I feel like she kind of had a normal reaction because I I mean I wouldn't want my men have all those girlfriends but I'm just well I mean I'm controlling I am so I guess because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I already said I was a jealous type of person so um can't go back now yeah <laughs> no, I mean I've always had the right to change them I just feel like <laughs> yeah, I just feel like a lot of women would think the same way as her even though she might not deliver it that well the interesting yeah, thing too, so- I'm sorry I'll just say this little tidbit. She always comes off with nice, nasty, like in and like you like that email that just reads like, "Oh, you trying to you reading me right now?" But you mm-hmm. saying it in all the right terms. <laughs> okay, sweetie. In, in all, all the right. right terms. Are we? Yeah. Are we finished mm-hmm. here? Like that kind. So she's the epitome of that, but she does it well. <laughs> she does do it well. I thought that she was. Um, I thought it was interesting to me that they she didn't take what the typical route based off our last conversation would be in terms of I'm jealous. I don't want to be around these girls. I don't want you to be around these girls. This and the third. It came off more so I am extremely confident. And I know that these specific actions, not necessarily um, each woman in particular outside of Lynn, um, these actions in particular will will heighten you to this next level of being as confident and as successful as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, uh, rather than what we, or at least I typically thought she would come in like, why do you have to be with all these women? Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the way I would approach, it was very interesting in the way she approached the situation and how the type of woman she actually was and was presented and written to be versus the one that you would expect when in a situation like that, where you got this guy who's surrounded by and loved and adored by all these different, um, beautiful women so that was interesting to me I did not understand the whole gold digger part it was like that seems like a stretch but they kept trying to dig it in like they kept trying to make it stick and I didn't get that not once did I feel like not once did anyone mention controlling in particular as much and that's where I felt like she was more into which I did I can say I didn't necessarily agree with all of her controlling ways I didn't like the way she was talking about his clothes I didn't like the way she didn't like for him to basically be himself with his little corny jokes. I didn't like the way you know, she let him drink what he wants to drink. I'm like, okay, okay. Those things I will admit are yeah. extremely controlling and would have me worry because if the roles were reversed in any yeah. way or form and I'm sitting around 
with all my friends and I bring over this new guy and he tells me, hey, baby, wear that dress. Yeah. What about that other dress? Didn't I tell you to burn this one? Oh, and what did you order to drink? <clears throat> no, we'll order something else. Or if he, if, if the man said any of the yeah, things that, that she was saying like, like and controlling in any of those ways, I would think that any of my girlfriends would have their hackles up like, hold up. This mm-hmm. is a bit overstepping. Yeah. So I will admit to that. I don't think she was fully innocent. Yeah. I feel like she's not a gold digger. I feel like she had some really good um, aspects to her. And she was very, uh, what's the word, ambitious and how ambitious she was trying to push William to be. I love all that. To rise to the next level, that's great. I don't like all the controlling is she did alongside that. Because if the roles are reversed, I do not feel like that would be a safe or healthy situation yeah. in which the people I love would approve of. So that's yeah. my opinion on that. Well, I think, you know, no matter the sex or the gender. That would be her, nice, but unfortunately, that's not how the world works. I know, <laughs> but, I, but I think, I, I still think it's worth iterating that, you know, that's not a healthy relationship where you feel like, one, you have to change almost everything about yourself to please yeah. the other person. And two, that um, the way that they talk about you is usually in like a negative light. Even mm. if like they, cush- they cushion it as like, I'm I'm saying those things to help you. But like, I, for me, it's like, would, would it make, would it, would it be received the same way if like, for example, a friend was telling that to you? And I think, no, right? Like, I will never want a friend to be like, oh, you're still wearing that dress? You know, I told you to burn it. Like, you can tell, hey, like, you know, that dress doesn't really flatter you. Um, have you considered maybe like, you know, wearing something else that's mo- much more like form-fitting, right? Like, th- there's ways to provide criticism and feedback that is mm-hmm. not making somebody super self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, yeah. it's really, like teetering it's, 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 on the it's, edge of abusive to a yeah, certain no, yeah. Yeah. I that's what I that is. <clears throat> oh, okay. Sorry, I thought somebody was going to say something. All right. So that is our thoughts on the Monica. Um, now, my next question was in regards to the William and Joan storyline involved in this, where William is essentially backstabbing Joan, or as he said, I stabbed you in the front, you stabbed me in the back. Mm-hmm their whole situation. Woo. So I was wondering what you guys think about that? Do you feel like William um, was basically in, in his pocket when he, when he um, told Joan, you know what? No, I can handle this on my own. Like, was he really standing up for himself the way he was presenting? Uh, well, not standing up for himself, but taking the lead in something he has at first felt like he would need the assistance with. Or do you feel like he was like kind of backstabbing her in a way, the way he switched that off? I think he knew what he wanted. So he knew that he needed to stand out in a way. And this would have been a big way for him to stand out and um, for the other partners to see that he can handle big cases on his own. Um, and ultimately that would help him make partner. I think that's where his his mindset was with that. Well, I think that um, 
it, it's one of those very difficult situations when you are friends at work and you are vying for that one position, right? Because mm -hmm. in the perfect world, William would have come to Joan and say, hey, like, you know, kind of like tell her what he decided ultimately instead of her finding out, you know, on a happenstance, right? Because I think that's what really hurt, that kind of added to the hurt was like, you know, she wasn't told that she was removed as his secondary, um, you know, by him. Like she had to- No, like, she, was, she was, she was, she was. She was, when she came into the restaurant mm -hmm. to talk about it. And then um, Monica was like, oh, you guys need to have your lunch. Let me step out because you have things to talk about. And as they left, then he told her, I'm doing oh, this right. alone. Oh. Right. And then she was like, what do you mean you're doing this alone? You just asked me yesterday for us to do it together. He's like, I feel like I can handle this by myself. And then she, Monica came back right on cue. Like, are you done talking? Well, that's good. Now that that's settled, you can have lunch with us if you want. Like that kind of thing. And that's when she was like, no, like it's you. <laughs> All so, right, sorry, I forgot about that. So I, so I retract. I think <laughs> again, it's 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 still like the perils of being yeah, very friends, close with friends because it's gonna not not like it's bound to happen in every place, but as you kind of go up the ladder metaphorically, right? The the positions are gonna be like you know, like the number of positions are gonna be smaller and smaller that you both can like you know do and so it does create you know competition and yeah sadly yeah so I think that in a way because like again like on a friendship front you're like ah Joan shouldn't like you know done what she did and maybe William should have like done this conversation like honestly like just him and her without Monica present or just like giving that like in a whiff of um dismissal to Joan but and like just purely like two co-workers I'm like hey I, I don't fault them for doing what they both did <laughs> right right I, I actually was like impressed with the way Joan came back and snatched the dang case right on back like well if this is what we're doing out here then let's be this let's go so it was kind of uh it was kind of cool it was again i think it was like like esther usually says about girlfriends it was a testament to the writing because i expect this woman to be jealous and all this other stuff and this that and the third no she's more strategic she's brilliant she's working this around to the point where even i'm questioning like well maybe that wasn't a bad thing or maybe maybe William shouldn't be sharing this case. Or maybe uh, he shouldn't. Well, we all know he shouldn't have. Nobody should have Lynn in her day house. That's for one. <laughs> Lynn just needs not to be living rent-free anywhere. And th that was funny as hell when Lynn thought she was talking about the dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> realize she, no, she's the ragamuffin. The ragamuffin. <laughs> the ragamuffin. And, and they the just stared at her like, woo. Which brings me to my last question, though. Like we all, I feel like, agreed. It kind of got a little far at the end. Is it ever okay or a person's place to try to dictate or take over someone else's relationship? The way they all showed up and literally tried to, you need to get going because you're hurting William and da da da. Mm. It was just like, 
oh y'all over overstepping it's almost like y'all are taking advantage of the william y'all have known and loved all this time and being able to be safe and him being in a relationship like with yvonne that wasn't impeding on the probably over encroaching relationship he had with y'all the point is when someone gets into a relationship it does feel like if the relationship's healthy or not it feels like a complete um dismembering um uh it's, it's, shit i just finished saying stranger things upside down it just feels out of place when you have mm-hmm. your already set family and friends who are so used to you being available so used to be you being um open to do all the things you're doing with them to to be there for them to be a door they can always walk into when they bring someone else into that personal space in that relationship romantic way you really kind of have to expect some boundaries to be put in place we just talked about this the girlfriends seem to be doing this all the time but then they do this with joan i think mm-hmm. the first time when they got mad that joan was running out of time because she was in a romantic relationship and they started getting upset with her that she wasn't always the single available open friend that they knew and loved mm-hmm. they all do this mm-hmm. to all of you to each other don't they it's kind of jacked and i think so two comments one about the show itself and that dynamic right it just was utterly despicable that they approach monica in that manner because mm-hmm. again it is not their relationship it is williams and monica's relationship right um like, that would have been perfect clause for me to get rid of all y'all yeah. if i really wanted to do that <laughs> and and it's like if you have a quote-unquote issue again we're talking about something that's not like you know outright abusive or that person's life is like not in danger um then you know who you talk to? You talk to your friend. You don't talk to their partner because their their partner has like, I don't know you from Adam. Like, why are you talking to me about, you know, him? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like if you have any sort of like issue about how William has changed or blah, 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 you take that up with William because he's the one who changed, apparently. Mm-hmm. Not me. Yes. Um, and then the other comments about like kind of just extrapolating that to real life um again that same uh lesson applies of like you know if you have an issue you know reflect somebody like talk to the person who actually is close to you like your boyfriend like you know your friend or your parent or whatever is the person that you should talk to and deal with not the other person Mm. and along those lines like if it is an abusive relationship again a lot like talk again talking to that other person is gonna actually make it worse for your friend but like you know usually and it's because either like you know that person perhaps won't do anything uh but they'll definitely relate to your friend Right, that's like the best case scenario. Your friend will be super angry at you for like you know encroaching on their relationship, which is their right. Or two, it's like you know that person now, that partner, that abusive partner now has collateral to be like, oh, see how your friends are against our love, and that they could use that and leverage that to further isolate you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying. I was like, that'd have been the perfect mm-hmm. opportunity for me to come to them. Like, all right, they done did it. I told you. Mm-hmm. Cut them off. Cut them off. So, anybody else have those thoughts? Like, is it ever okay to just get in somebody's, as people would say, in my business like that? No. 
I feel like I feel like I'm I'm usually team mind my business unless business <laughs> is brought to me. But like even if it's brought to me, I'm 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 like, so what do you want to do? Like I feel like a relation a romantic relationship and a friendship are two different circles to me, kind of. Like your relationship with your partner is like its own little situation. So I feel like nothing can come between that and also nothing really can come between your friendship situation either but I feel like one can't go into the other circle all the way like I always say my husband's friends are not my friends they're they're nice to me but they're not my friends And, and I feel like if the best thing to do like I just said would be to talk to your friend instead of their partner because they don't have really they don't have anything to do with you and you putting your own friendship at serious risk yeah because that's perfect opportunity to like step on out if you fit to come up in my space like yeah. that if you care so, yeah so any other thoughts before we go to episode seven three two well, I ain't gonna have too much silence on this feed. All right, episode <laughs> seven: Joan and Ellis's relationship comes to yet another crossroads. Good God, um, where Joan is basically putting the back burner for Ellis's career in many ways. Even though, he, and and at one point, he even makes the effort when he took her to the premiere and told her, you know, let's go in separate because I need to keep this image. That was, I feel like, wrong. Um, when he tried to make it up by doing the whole relationship piece in the people's magazine i was like well that was an attempt but still i I would still be upset from the first part um based off of this episode y'all because it was just it was just this is when the girlfriends are necessary when maya's saying stuff like you know he got to treat you right girl then it's like all right we're back on the good foot um my question to you all is if you date someone famous what are the limits to which you um would appease their fame because it has to be different rules, right? For yeah. us, then um, well, that, that this is a different world, fame. Like, I feel like the, the super big misstep between Ellis and Joan is that he never, they never had a proper discussion about his career. It doesn't seem like it. You know what I mean? It, That's a good point. Because... How did she not know who your publicist is? You know, uh, because those are people who are like very much intricately involved with you on a day to day. And I don't know. It just felt like they just never really had like a deep conversation about each other's sort of world. So their communication has just been off. From the yeah, completely, like it's almost like non-existent to uh, to that point, um, because on the whole of it, at the high level, like I totally understand the 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 strategy, right? That like you know, for his image, blah blah blah. And I feel like personally, like I would be okay with like, and that's not just me. Like I would be okay, like not being posted to like you know your social media which is like necessary right now or attend like your events in that Mm -hmm. way 
Like I personally am okay with that, but it would involve us talking about it, get setting some like boundaries, like some parameters and you respecting me because I think I would have completely wilded out if like, first of all, you've made this whole thing about, oh yeah, like you're going to be my plus one at this super big event because like I could have come in as your cousin who would have needed to know. You oh, know I, would, I, mean? I would have effed them up to try that, but I see your point. Look, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you had that conversation. Right. Because I, I feel like I, what really hurt me would be like, if, first of all, I made a big thing to my friends and families about, oh, I'm going to be at this, you know, red carpet with my boyfriend. And we're going to be in the limo together. And then to learn on the way that not only are you going to drop <laughs> me off we'll and have take me the walk. Take the shuttle. No, it's the shuttle, girl. Yeah. But then, like, I'm not even letting, I'm not even being let in to, like, the regular door. I have to do a back door for, like, not even nobody's like service people. She didn't and, even have a seat technically, right? Yeah, no. exactly. She didn't have a seat at all. She was the seat. I'm like, I'm like, I could have I could have had a beautiful like night out with my girlfriends. And been yeah, treated like rightly and have right. fun. Right. What about you, Lisa or Ari? I want to hear your voices. What's your thoughts? If again, and let me know if I need to restate um the question too. I it think- was a shitty day. Like mm-hmm. who's gonna no, that's like that's not something that I would uh tolerate even after an apology. And it's not like you know, they've been going together for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. I know so much more about you that I'm willing to just let this slide this was a big deal two big deals red carpet yep and then the whole magazine piece Mm -hmm. like joan made a really good point she's like i'm humiliated anybody would be extremely humiliated Mm -hmm. in this situation you know not only is it your friends it's your family it's your peers now people are telling other people right and now you become like someone that everyone can laugh at on based on you know promises that he's made right and no like because now i can't trust you and now i gotta look y'all in the eye when y'all ask me what happened i'm like oh yeah. you know well he just needed to i sound crazy as hell mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying and it's a trust thing right because now you're gonna be like oh come with me to this place and i'm gonna be like so you can embarrass me again? Like, no. Bruh. And then the after party. And then the after after party. Yeah, yes. no. Go on, Lisa. Were you trying to say something? I was about to say, uh, ditto to all of that, except for what um what uh Esther said about uh the cousin thing, only because that might become a little weird if paparazzi <laughs> catch them kissing. That's the only thing <laughs> I disagree with. Um, no, but wait, I, sorry, I meant I meant to like rephrase <laughs> it as like as their first as their first sort of um outing, right? Mm-hmm. He did, like he, he didn't have to disclose that they were dating per se, right? Been like, oh, this is my friend from college. Like this is just a friend. This is just like you know my plus one. Like, Again, I disagree. I'd be pissed the hell yeah. off. No, no, yeah. no. I'm just again. This <laughs> is still that optimal, yeah. but I just feel like him outright just like having her do all of this hoopla about like you know again like dropping her up at the shuttle place 
when he could have just honestly just like not do do like one of those like you know none answer answer that mm. PR people do, you mm-hmm. know, and like sidestep that whole issue for that one event. Yeah, either the way, way. I, I I hear what you're saying. I'm saying either way, you in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I told you, be like we're we were gonna talk about this when we get home, but like it would have been less hurt. I feel like no, no, no. I still be hurt. <laughs> I feel What's like up, black men only bring their mamas and their girls, so right. You know, it seems like it's other. all a ploy, right? Except yeah. Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman, he always brings his wife. Go ahead, Kim. yeah. I don't remember. Were they like official, official, official? They were. Oh, yeah. They were, yes. Like, yeah, like I feel like if if we're like official, I would want people to know that I exist. Yes. But that I don't necessarily have to go to everything. But as long as right. people know, hey, I'm taken. Mm. Right, because but, that's but one I thing. Guess, if I finally like, got, like, I don't have to be the red carpet. Like, yeah, I said it. If I finally clutched down Michael B. Jordan, and if I got though, him in right? my dog on pocket, right? If yeah, the Michael Jordan finally got up in here, I'm locking him well, in, thighs clinched, all the things, mm-hmm. and then we go out into the world, and you act like Lori no. Harvey we separated and not broken up, and I'm not the new chick. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if I don't get to go on that carpet, I'm like, hold up, hold up now. When you was with Lori, she was yeah. on every red carpet. She was everywhere. You even grew out that nasty bed for Lori. Yeah. But why out here? What happened to me? You ain't gonna leave me on this couch. Why mm-hmm. when Lori could go out there? What is it? Do yeah. I need to lose a, a cheek? What I don't it? know. Maybe I'm just being a softy in that because I understand when like you are you laying out the uh, carpet on your face. Uh, but the thing is like when you are like, an <laughs> up and comer, right? Like a lot of PR, a lot of like the work is not just like selling your skills, but it's also selling like your image and the fantasy of you yeah yeah i understand that but like just admitting that you have someone is like all like you don't have to show them all the time or anything but just like admitting that hey i have someone in my life who means something to me mm-hmm. in my experience that makes you wanted more yeah because people are like who is this person that you don't even got to show them but they were like oh Right, no, and I, his respect. I, I, I want look Denzel with his wife, even more attractive now. Yeah, just my thought. <laughs> just my thought. Don't shake your head at us, Ariana. So, would you guys again? My question: Would you even be willing to make those types of alterations for the person's fame? Because what oh, Esther was saying well, is true. Just, it is reality for a lot of famous people. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing, if you were to date someone famous, to be, you know, in that position, to skirt around those things, to be okay well, yeah, like, with those things, being in that kind of darkness? Like, let's yeah, say like they're I the said, most... As long as, as long as you know, they know I exist. I that's the point. Sometimes you. you don't. You don't Sometimes gotta know my name. Don't. They don't have to know my name. Like, you just gotta know, hey, I have a girlfriend. That's it. Oh, that's the only thing you need. Yeah, like bring me the goodie back home when you're done with Good your night. red card or whatever. Like <laughs> I'm just like as long as they know that you're taken. That's what I just that's all I'm worried about. I think I think 30-year-old me is like show me Wait, the bank did you account. You said 30 or 3. I said 30-year-old oh, me right. is like show me show me the bank account. 
sounds like a pick me like if you did it you might even <laughs> might even want you a little bit more because you're trying to make sure his his little career succeed let him let him look at you baby unbutton that but that first button but bring it out a little bit more no, so is oh. it shut up Lisa. be no, the first one to throw the draw at him come on show them look at that baby um, sorry, excuse us, podcast people. We are um, mothers and godmothers and lovers of the children who like to pop up on our camera feeds. Um, no, you didn't, Lisa. Tell him to just trick down that. You know what? Don't even go with a shirt. You don't even need that Listen shirt. Here. And be the first one to throw the draws up there. So you get. I a, can't. A, a no, you got draws. Oh, so draws already in your purse. Yeah, you yeah. Build his career. Yeah, build it. Okay. Build it. That's right. Write your name on it. I randomly can't. scream and run away yep. so they can start Hello. a chain reaction. You better Shut be a up, Lisa. player. <laughs> Sound like a fat check to me. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So wait. So, so the PR I person gets that, and I get my twenty. Get my twenty percent. Hello. Hello. Starting the Hello. Ride. I can't. I can learn to love you. Start a Um. Um, I I will. So, am I just just for clarification? Am I to to understand that if we have famous bows and these potentials and all that, you know, our twenty percent get let us live and write in the, in the house. We're, we're able to deal with certain things and being anonymous and whatnot, as opposed to if we in our regular regular ass relationships that most <laughs> of us in right now, with these are some nobody this. Nigga, if you don't introduce me to your two friends in this whole world who only know your name, yes, how's go cut you? Am I am, I, is, am I understanding this correctly? Yes, that's, that's why the difference between a girl and a me. woman. Hold yes. on, famous or not, famous or not, if, even if you're famous, I want to know your close friends. Like, come mm, on, no, no, yes, no, I sure. get it. I, my thing is, I now yeah. see what y'all are willing to do if you have a famous boat. Yeah. Now, my question mm. is, if it's the nobody's we in, right? I mean, they, they somebody to us. No, and Jerome. Who out no, of five Jerome, of us everybody are married? Needs to know my name. Who out of five of us are married? So there's somebody's to us. But if it's the regular Degla's we in now, hell no, I ain't dealing with half the shit yeah. I deal with if That's you're right. in famous boat. Yeah. If you're famous, you still can't cheat on me because I'll still cut your balls off. Just so you know. Oh yeah, there's certain things that stay the same. Some people people deal with those things and they they Yeah, no. That's the line. Career wise, okay, I'm diggity down. Like that's understanding the end game here. That helps me and you. Mm -hmm. But cheating, nah, that's that's Mm. just disrespect. (laughs) Kind of hypocritical. Not really. No, I don't think it's disrespect. If no, you're a team player, you're definitely disrespectful. Yeah, if you cheating, you out. 
Yeah, I can definitely say number one, I don't I fail either way because I can't I can't do what y'all willing to do. I don't think it depends on that chick. You know, it depends on my house. That's what I'm saying is like you've already been in a relationship, you've been married, you've done all the things already, right? So it's kind of like you saying like if I was a different person after all the stuff. No, I'm just saying that's why I said like 30 year old me, like because I've already done all the things in my 20s. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but think about it. It's like time to to relax. (laughs) When your husband goes to work, you don't be like, hey, everybody at work needs to know who I am. Like (laughs) it's going to work. Your your rich person is going to work. Everybody don't need to know who you. Also, also, I like to say the people who are these people's partners are very strong. Yeah, because especially like for the good love scenes or those good scenes where you like y'all strong, y'all strong. Like just think of the think of the biggest bestest love scene movie, romantic movies you've ever seen. Like I, oh, I got many of them, but let's say Love and Basketball for the Blacks. Let's say The Notebook. Let's say all those Titanic. Okay, if you Leonardo DiCaprio and you done did all that stuff with Rose on that shit, you even died for the heifer, you know, you froze for her. Then you come home to me at night after I done seen that movie. It's the yeah. check. It's make-believe. Uh, <laughs> it's work. I'm, I'm going to be looking at you. Just I'm just saying, if I'm watching a movie and you walk in on that scene where they in the car and her little handprint get on that windshield, <laughs> and I turn around, he's like, hey, babe. I'm like, mm-hmm. But some hey, <laughs> they're better than me. They're better than that's all I'm saying. You better than me. Yeah, but some spouses might not see those. Like they might have like agreement, like, hey, don't watch this scene. And they might be like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. That's true. But if it's if it's a good and big enough movie like Beyonce, you can't go nowhere without somebody always referencing it. I mean, yeah, but I'm gonna see it when like, I if I can't home. walk down the street with, with my boy, um freaking what's his name? Baby boy. And they said, um, what's his name, y'all? Tyrese. Tyrese, if I love him, and somebody screaming out, baby boy, yo, was that Taraji? <laughs> like, I was just like, you had to go that hard on that sex scene, didn't you? You just had to go that hard on that sex scene. You would have got the check. Well, I am <laughs> definitely the outlier here because, like, I feel You're like strong. that would turn You're me on. No, I'm like, you guys oh, are you really fucking somebody it's... else? Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? I say I feel like that would turn me on. Like, oh, you fucking oh. somebody else? And hey, what's oh. the check look like? Good. <laughs> all of it, all of it is together. All of it Good is together. Night. Okay. Right. So we well, I'm about to say uh, something wrong. Uh, that's it. Uh, what did you what say, Esther? Word? I'm about to close out. Sorry, Esther. Go ahead. I'm just like we we just learned something new about Ari. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Famously very I'm telling you, y'all talk about cheating. I'll be like, okay, so you gonna bring them over? Like, what's up? Right. <laughs> what is that? You uh, keep that check in hand. Every time I got an attitude, you just slide it across the dinner table. Like, that's it. Baby, that's remember, it. remember. I'm like, all right. That's fine, it. Fine, whatever. <laughs> just don't ever let me see that movie ever again. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, girls, thank you so much. I believe we're all good here. Thumbs up if we are, please. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Gave it even put up a little yellow emoji thumb, but it's all right. <laughs> uh, a real one. I know you picked up a real one. That's true. Very good. 
I love you all. Thank you so much for listening yet again to the We Need to Talk Club podcast, Girlfriends Talking Girlfriends series. Remember, always be heard. And until we need to talk again. Oh, sorry. But remember also to follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. And now, until we need to talk again. Bye. Bye. Bye.